Hi, I'm Eliza Cece, and you're listening to Like the Dove Podcast. After almost a decade of being immersed in and teaching New Age practices, God opened my eyes and heart to follow Him. Now I help ex-New Agers and new believers in their walk so you feel encouraged and less alone. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back. I am Eliza Cece, your host of Like the Dove Podcast, and... We just came off a summer break, and this is officially the first episode of season two, and I'm just really excited. I feel like um, so much personally has happened, so many good things, so many amazing things have been happening in just a way I'm seeing God move in my life, and it just makes me just feel even more on fire for the Lord. (laughs) Oh, and I'm really excited to share the insights and the lessons and the stories and then um, the opportunities I have for coaching you through some of the discouragement and challenges that you might be going through as a believer or as someone who might be a newer Christian or someone who's just curious still. Um, I want to be able to make this a space where you feel comfortable for us to discuss things and to go deeper in our love for Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So um, this episode, I really want to kind of, I'm going to share a few things that that have happened that are going on for me and the lessons I feel like Jesus has been placing on my heart and how I feel like they're also universal and there are um, lessons that we can all kind of um, learn from one another. And so I'm going to share some of the things that I have been learning through the last few weeks of being in more of a like a slow down, slower summer pace for once, where before I was just like always constantly busy, always hustling, always moving from thing to thing. And even though summer is a busy time for so many, especially probably people with kids, um, I hope that you had like a a time for nourishment and support and just time to go deeper with God um, and to nourish your relationship with him. And um, if you feel like you're in a place where you're more exhausted um, from summer than you were before. Um, I want to offer some just love and encouragement and prayers for you. And um, I hope that you get some grace and some space and make some time to be with the Lord for him to rejuvenate and heal and um, fill you back up with his eternal peace. So uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about um, I think three of the main lessons that I learned um, this summer specifically, I have been personally in a season where uh, a lot is going on personally. Um, the last episode, I mentioned to you that we have a person in our family who's very sick and it was really sketchy and we were just, I was just ugly crying in prayer. And then I really truly believe that God had mercy on this person um, because I'm currently praying for their salvation as well, not only for the healing of their sickness, but their salvation. And um, and I was just like kind of ugly praying hard, like white knuckling it. And he had a turnaround and um, yeah, some things changed and he's had a, you know, we don't know, I'm sure it's temporary, but you know, we know that God can do amazing things and I'm not giving up 
on the praying for this. And so, yeah, so um, (laughs) I'm really hopeful and I'm really seeing the ways that God cares for us. Like he really cares about the things that grieve us. And so um, for me, that was just like a reminder of, you know, God's goodness and his love for us. And so um, no matter what you think you might be going through, that's like, oh, that's beyond. Nothing's beyond God. And so it's just a good reminder for me that I'm literally seeing God working in my life in so many ways. And aside from that big thing um, that's been going on, um, there are many things that God was just like uh, kind of like pressing in on me about like so many. I have a full list. If I read it out to you, all the things that God was speaking <laughs> through me and getting my attention for and wanting me to research or study or learn about or get quiet with him in you know, that kind of thing, um, it'd probably be really overwhelming. <laughs> so I'm not gonna, um, list out all the things. Um, because it it was a lot, but it was also over a few months time, I would say like two months time, all the stuff was just like flooding through. And I think it was also because I was making more of an intentional, um, yeah, just being more intentional in my life of wanting to really feel God and see his presence and hear from him. And so I was making more intentional time to be quiet with him and to listen. But even through like the, you know, things that I was up to and things I was doing this summer, um, he was just very present. And I don't think that that's um, something that was just for me. I think that it's happening to a lot of us right now. And it's just making me so excited because more and more people are really deepening with Jesus right now. And that's, that's such a blessing. So I'm going to keep praying for the people um, that like you who listen to this podcast. And I pray that the lessons that I'm going to share with you that I learned through him um, this summer, that I hope that these lessons also support you and maybe encourage you to keep going and to go deeper into your own faith and what you believe and what you're discovering and what you're hearing God speak through you. Before I jump into the main lessons I want to share with you that I have been exploring and learning from God this summer, I wanted to let you know that we have a really fun new uh, thing that you can do to interact with me personally. And so um, there's a link wherever you are listening to this episode. Um, There will be a link in the show notes for you to click that button and then be able to leave me a short voice memo. So I would really, really love it if you would interact with me in this way. I want to hear from you. I want to know more about you. I want to know what you're interested in hearing on this specific podcast, things that you might have questions on that I could create an episode about. I am using this little service um, for the voice memo because I think it's just super easy to use. Um, You can just click the button and then you automatically do a voice memo. 
Lastly, if you'd like, you could also leave a voice memo about how this podcast has been helping you, an episode you liked, um, some encouragement. That's always really nice personally um, for me to hear back from you of, you know, anytime you get an email or a message from you about the podcast and what you're learning from it, it really helps me um, and it helps to kind of direct future episodes so again, you can go right to the link in the show notes and leave me a message. Let me know how you're feeling, how you're doing, anything that is on your heart that you want to share with me. And yes, I will reply. I will absolutely reply to everyone who leaves me a message because you're taking time out of your life and I want to reciprocate. Okay, so now let's get into the lessons that I have learned that I know are going to be helpful for someone listening to this this summer. So the last few weeks, it was just so explosive the way that God was speaking to me. And the very first lesson is this, people are actually more than willing to help you given the chance. So I don't know if you're like me, but I tend to attract clients and listeners who are really similar to me and have the same kind of traits as me. And one of those traits is that you're uncomfortable or unsure about asking people for support. You're the person who encourages and uplifts and speaks into people's lives, but you might not always get that reciprocated to you. And that is something that I am growing from and I'm learning from and I'm always trying to get better at. And God is definitely helping me with this. And he specifically helped me with this this summer. So I'm going to explain a little personal story about this and how this ultimately may be a lesson that you can learn from as well. So I am another thing you might not know about me is that I'm a learner. I'm a lifelong learner. I'm always taking classes and courses. And currently, now that I am a believer, I'm only taking classes and courses from other Christians. And so it's just the phase of life that I feel good about. So any kind of business class or teaching like that, anything that's growing my skills as a coach, I want to be studying from other believers, not from secular teaching. I've gotten my full share of that in my life, and now I really want to be stepping into really, um, you know, supporting other Christian business owners and also um, learning from other Christians, because I think that that's something that um, is a huge value of mine now that I want to make sure that I'm not learning secular skills, but I'm learning how to glorify God in all I do, especially with my work. And so I am currently in a Christian life coaching program, which I'm loving. It's so amazing. If anyone wants to learn about it, you can message me or email me and I'm happy to share more about it. But I was also applying for another <laughs> sort of Christian coaching. So I was going to like double whammy it. So I applied for this and I needed to have references. And so I was like, oh, maybe I can just skip this part 
of the application and I did. And so I skipped it. And when I had my interview for this program, they were like, oh, you missed this part. We really need three references. And so it really made me feel like, oh, I don't want to have to ask for help. I don't want to have to reach out to people who've worked with me. I don't want to bother them. You know, they're doing their life. I don't want to, you know, think about the people who might have um, some good things to say about me um, because it feels awkward and it feels uncomfortable for me. And so what I did was I obviously reached out to three lovely people that I have had a relationship with for years. Some of them I coach, some of them are friendly with, some are actual friends. And so um, I asked them and they were all like, yes, I want to help you. And actually one of the people that I reached out to who became a reference for me she said to me that it was actually a gift to her to finally be able to give something back to me because of what I have been able to support her with in her life. And that is why I was something that I was just really sitting with. And I started to sit with that with the Lord of like, wow, I really don't ask for help. And I always kind of think that it'll be the worst case scenario, you know, I'll think, oh, you know, I'll be rejected or I'll be ghosted because I've had those experiences happen so many times in my life. That's my wounding, right? And so I really just felt like the Lord was kind of pressing into me of like, no, I'm going to I'm going to give you experiences and opportunities where you are going to have to get support and ask for help. And so I really just sat in prayer and was really grateful for that. And I felt like there are probably so many people in our community here that have similar personalities of feeling like it's so easy for you to give to others. That feels like your natural comfort zone. But um, when it comes to the other side of things, it's so uncomfortable and really the Lord wants to stretch us. The Lord wants to teach us how to get comfortable receiving good things back, receiving um, just that care of ourselves, uh, that kind of reciprocal nature. It's unhealthy for us to be constantly moving in one direction and giving and pouring out into people, even though that's beautiful and that creates and cultivates a servant's heart. And it's very much connected to kind of like sacrificial love, which is a beautiful thing for the kingdom, right? And it's also important that you also are given back to, that you are supported, that you are nurtured, that you are loved, that you remember that there's so much for you on the other side of relationships. And so um, if you're one of these people where this lesson is speaking to your heart, I really want to just um, encourage you that it's a beautiful thing that you are such a giver. And where is there a place in your life where you can ask for the support even in the moment where it feels uncomfortable um, or a little squirrely or a little like, eh, that's an edge for me. I don't really feel like that. I'm just going to pass. Like even in my story that I shared with you, like I tried to um, 
surpass it. I tried to be like, oh no, maybe I can just skip this part of the application process. And they were like, no, 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 we need your references. Um, please give them to us, you know, by the end of the day. And obviously I had them and I had amazing people to ask for support, but it was just like this place within me where I was like still resisting. And so I just really do want to encourage you that if you're, um, feeling similar to me that I want, I do, I really want to encourage you to kind of like step out there and see what are the places where, or the people that you are constantly, you know, pouring into giving your love, showing the face of Jesus through your compassion and your grace and your helpfulness, right? And where can you, where is there a place, where is there an opportunity where God is saying, hey, I want you to kind of put yourself out there, be a little vulnerable and step into um, receiving, getting comfortable with receiving, receiving the good gifts that God is giving you and wants to give you and wants to give you more. So how can you reframe your kind of um, uncomfortableness with um, asking for support or asking for feedback or asking for help with anything, how can you reframe that and see that it's an opportunity for people to pour into you, to give you a gift that they've been actually craving, wanting to give to you because of the way that they value you and the way that they love you and they want to give to you the way they have been receiving from you. And so I think that that is a really beautiful thing for us to bring to the Lord in our prayer time and to evaluate and think, how can you um, build this into your life little by little so that it becomes more comfortable for you? Okay, now we're going to move into lesson number two, building a servant's heart. Who or what do you have a heart for? So this summer, I spent a lot of time in prayer, and I spent a lot of time praying for others, praying for the people I love in my family and friendships, people I'm um, just meeting, people that I go to church with, people that I don't even really know well, and people are asking me to pray for them. And I've just been spending a lot of time being with God and um, praying, praying for people who aren't saved, praying for other believers, you name it, right? And one of the things that God has really just kind of been pressing in on me is having a heart of becoming a servant for God. And really, what does that look like? And what does that mean? And of course, this is a big topic, right? This means something different to so many of us, right? But it's important for us to remember that we are servants for Jesus Christ. And so one of the things that um, was really kind of um, made clear to me was that God wanted me to be praying for persecuted Christians. And so um no, there's no coincidences. I don't believe in that. I believe God was speaking to me when he was kind of bringing these things up. But there are certain accounts that I would follow on Instagram when I was using Instagram a lot. Um, and I'm going to mention one of them. One of them is God Behind Bars. I love that account. It's so beautiful. It's a ministry that brings the word of God to people who are in prison. And it's a great account. It's so 
um, beautiful to see the work that they're doing. And so I want to mention that account. There are other accounts like it who are doing work in prisons um, for men and women. And it's just a really beautiful um, place to, you know, have a ministry and to be supporting people who really need it. So that's one of the places that I've personally been praying for is that people who are imprisoned and their families are being supported to find um, to find the love and the salvation of Jesus and to um, have more options available to people who are in prison um, to have Bibles, to um, be preached to, to have people come and minister to them, and just to overall get the support that they might need in this area of their life. So that's one of the things that God has really been pressing into me to pray for. And the second is, like I mentioned before, praying for persecuted Christians. And one of the places that I really love to support is called Voice of the Martyrs. So I'm just going to read real quick a little bit from their website because I think it's just the work they're doing is so powerful. So Voice of the Martyrs, also called VOM, is a missionary organization that serves persecuted Christians in the world's most difficult and dangerous places to be a Christian. Richard and Sabina Wormbrand founded VOM after being imprisoned for their Christian witness in communist Romania. For more than 50 years, VOM has been dedicated to inspiring all believers to a biblical faith by encouraging their commitment to Christ and the fulfillment of his great commission, no matter the cost. So you could visit them at persecution.com slash about, and you could read more about what they're doing. You can donate to their ministry. Um, they have a wonderful, um, set of ways that you can support. Um, they have a free magazine. They have a podcast of their same name, so you can look them up. But I just, um, as I was praying this summer um, to have a servant's heart, God was really um, making it super clear for me where I want, where I'm meant to be used in my prayer time to pray for others. And so those are the two places that I'm feeling convicted to really share about and to um, help you to think about where the where you can you know step up into your own servant's heart who are the people that you know touch you where are the places in your life where your heart is being broken for the things that are happening in the world that are devastating and really just bring that to god if you're unsure pray about it. Ask God to help reveal to you the places where you're meant to pray and to serve or to donate your money to be able to make an impact for the kingdom of God and for um, the people who are believers, just like you and me, who are, um, you know, really feeling harder things in our in their lives than most of us could probably ever imagine. So I really wanted to share that with you because I think this is something that's really good, solid practice for us as Christians because in the Bible, we are told we are meant to be servants for Jesus Christ. And so I think that that's something that in our day-to-day -day can kind of just get lost. It can get swept away. You can say, oh, the things in my life need my attention, my kids, my family. Of course, they need your attention, right? But also, where can we go a step further and where can we really um, 
use, apply the gifts that God is giving us to be able to open up to having a servant's heart, having a heart for people um, who are struggling or in a darker place than we are and how can we lift them up in our prayers. We can support them with our money or whatever the case might be, but um, prayer is so powerful and beautiful. And one of the reasons I really enjoy Voice of the Martyrs is they have a, a specific place, I think, on their blog somewhere. I'll link it in the show notes where they give updates on what's happening all throughout the world of persecuted Christians so that we have actually very specific people that we can pray for. They also have a booklet they can send you in the mail for free um, that lists all of the countries in the world who have restricted or illegal, it's illegal to be um, a Christian or to own a Bible or to worship um in person together. Um, and so you can pray for people or country specifically. That's something that I'm doing. And I actually think using the Val Marie um, prayer journal um, has actually been really helping me to identify the places where I want to be praying for others because her journal is broken down into so many specific areas of our life of who and what we are praying for. And so I want to just mention that that journal is really helpful if you want to get clearer and more focused in your prayer life. Um, I know that it's really just been incredibly helpful for me. So what I'm doing currently, aside from those two um, groups of people that I'm uh, making it intentional to pray for, I'm also um, going to be probably in September, start choosing um, a country that's persecuted um, to focus my prayers on and then do that every month. It just feels like something that God has been, you know, you know, confirming to me and that feels really good and that feels like a place that I want to start in making sure that I am doing this as a part of my prayer life moving forward. So I want to share that with you in case these things spark something in you um, and really you start to question for yourself, like, where is my servant heart pointed? What do I want to put my focus on? And where is God leading me to just have a, like the places where you have like a broken heart for things that just feel just horrible and sad, right? How can we be lifting people up who are going through extreme difficulties and use your servant heart that God's given you to uplift and be focused prayer warriors. And lesson number three is that God is a good father. Yes, even when we're disappointed in his protection or his saying no. I know how many times, I can't even count how many times, God has told me no or redirected me or protected me from something or something that wasn't good for me. And I actually had a cry about that this morning, right before I started to record this, because um, that second coaching program, I was applying for a full scholarship. And I wouldn't be able to, and I'm not able to do the program unless I got a full scholarship for that program. And um, I was praying all summer for me to get a full scholarship and just really hoping that this is what God would bless me with and would 
help me with so that I could um, do this program. I really felt like, and I still feel like I want to do it so bad. Um, But I would be doing two certification programs at the same time. It would be a lot. And for whoever knows what reason, God said no. And I got a $500 scholarship for the very expensive program that I can't afford. Um, And so I cried about that. And I was sad. And I was like, God, why? Why wouldn't you let me have this full scholarship, I feel like I deserve this, you know, being very bratty, right? I feel like I quote unquote deserve this. I wanted this. No, it's that I wanted it, right? And so I had to really just have a moment with myself, let myself cry, let myself emote, let me myself have the emotion of disappointment. I'm, I mean, if anyone who knows me very, very closely knows, I'm very acquainted with disappointment. And so I understand it. And so I don't, I tend to not get too attached or even ask for things because I usually tend, the, the enemy usually tends to bring to my mind all the reminders of the things that I haven't been able to do or have in the past. And um, I wasn't going to let myself do that. I wasn't going to allow the enemy to do that, quote unquote, to me today. And instead, I was really just kind of like sitting and listening. And of course, this is brand new. um, So I'm going to be processing this more. uh, And I'm going to bring it to God and be like, okay, why? Why? Why didn't you want me to do this program? Because otherwise, I can't afford it, you know. And so I'm definitely going to be sitting with that. And the thing that just kind of immediately came through from the Holy Spirit was just that God, first and foremost, God is a father. God, and when we look into that and we really feel into that, we know that God knows better and he's a father, which means that he He gives us good gifts, but he also knows what's best for us. And so he will protect us and keep us safe from people and experiences and things that are not right for us in that moment or that season of life or what we're going through or they're just period blank full stop not good for us right and so we're not really gonna know why most of the time why god might say no to us and so we just kind of have to be okay with that and trust in god And so that's what I did. I came, I had like a little bit of a pity party. I cried about it for a minute or two. And then I was like, you know, um, I trust you, Lord, more than anything. You're the supreme. You're everything in my life. You're number one to me. And so if you said no, then it's a no. And I'm going to trust that. And so that is a newer thing for me. Usually I would be like, okay, what can I do to try to figure out how to afford this? You know, I, I went out of, not went out of my way, but I, you know, I pushed an edge and asked these people for <laughs> their um, recommendations for me for this program. And, um, you know, I put a lot of effort into the application and it was a no and I'm sad. I just wish that it was a different experience, a different uh, choice for me, right? But God made the choice. I trust God. That's kind of the end of it for me, right? And so I... Uh, just had to sit with it and I'm going to be processing it more. And I felt like this would definitely be a lesson that maybe you go through too. And so this is the reason I wanted to share it in this episode today of like the places where God might be saying no, the places where it makes no sense, but you were ghosted by a friend 
Um, it makes no sense, but you were rejected in a relationship. It makes no sense, but you were just going feeling challenged or feeling like God was purposely putting a block up for you and you just don't understand why you thought that thing was a good thing for your life, like a good, uh, something good that you wanted or needed in your life. And there was, you know, a block put up by God. And I would just say to us, all of us who are feeling this or have experienced this, that how can we just lean in more to trust in God? God is a good father. He gives us good gifts. He takes care of us. And in our disappointment, he will also comfort us. That's something that I have been learning so much this summer is the comfort part and portion of God, of how in our disappointment, in our sadness, in our, you know, just the funky feelings that can sometimes come up in at the end of summer, uh, whew, it's just, okay, God is going to be my comforter through this. Um, he's going to take care of me through this. He's going to love me through this. He's going to nourish me through this. He's going to help me through this. And maybe he will and maybe he won't, but maybe we will understand a little later on why those people were taken out of our lives why we were said no for me for this program, you know, maybe there's a very big reason. Maybe there's something different. Maybe I just really need to stop feeling like I have to do so many things at once. And I really need to focus on this other program that I'm equally uh, excited about that I'm already participating in, right? So maybe it's just like, I need to learn some of these lessons and go slower with him. And that's a blessing and that's a gift. And I'm going to remind myself, and I want to remind you now too, to slow down and remember God is a good father. He's a good father to you and he loves you. And he's never going to forsake you. And he's always going to be your comforter and helper. So for me, I'm going to repent of any kind of pride or feeling like I was quote unquote deserving. I'm going to repent for that today. And I'm going to pray to my God a prayer of thanks and gratitude for all that he does for me, all the ways that he protects me. I mean, if you think about it, you think about the journey of your life. You think of the things that you wanted that you couldn't have um, for whatever reason, right? Or the friendships you wanted to have but they just didn't work out or like they never even started because of some kind of uh something that happened and then later on you realize that that would have been a disastrous friendship <laughs> in the first place or the same thing with a relationship whatever the case might be or maybe like you applied to a college and you didn't get in but you ended up going to some other program instead that was exactly what you wanted and needed. You just didn't know it yet. And you had to go through that disappointment and sadness first. Whatever the case may be, we just have to remember and to rally and to, and to be there to support each other, to remind each other that God is a good father. And disappointment is just a part of the process um, for us all. And we can look at it as he's saying no for a reason. And possibly, maybe there's um, some layer of protection to it for you, or there's some layer um, for you to explore in prayer and quiet time with him of the why of it all. So 
Those are the three lessons. I learned so many more (laughs) this summer. So if you've liked this episode and you would like me to share more, some of the main things that happen happening that I have been learning that I feel like I am in a serious study sesh with God right now. (laughs) And I'm for it. I love it. I'm really kind of feeling like I'm in this pressure cooker of like um, intense, uh, I don't know, just like pouring away, like letting go, pouring out, um, like even more of what I'm not so that God has space to pour more into me of who I'm becoming. Um, And so I just pray for you. I pray for each and every one of you. I might know some of your names and I might not know some of your names, but either way, I do pray for you. And so if there's anything on your heart that you would like me to pray for you about, you can absolutely send me an email anytime. My email is linked in the show notes. And um, if not, I'm just praying for us as a whole. And uh, yeah, I just love you so much. I'm so grateful you're here. If you enjoy these episodes, I'd be so grateful if you would share it with a friend who might also enjoy them and have fun with them. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the season of that, of the podcast, because I have a lot of good, fun things in store for us through all the lessons and, and teachings that I am currently being immersed in. So I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. And I can't wait to see you next week in another episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd be so grateful if you take a few seconds, hop over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this and leave a review if you've enjoyed these episodes. And it'd be so fun to just keep connected with you, hear your suggestions of things you'd like me to cover in the future episodes. And you can do that through DM on our new Instagram page at likethedove, or you can email me info at elizacc.com. Don't forget, we have a really amazing freebie for you in the show notes called the New Believer Resource Library. It's full to the brim with book recommendations, Bibles I use and love, and all kinds of links and support for your walk with God. I hope it helps you. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode.